0: Welcome to In It Together, a podcast all about self-love, mental health and life in your 20s. I really hope it makes some of you feel a little bit less alone. Hello and welcome back. Just before I get into the episode, I would appreciate it so, so much if you guys could give me a little review on Spotify. You can just do like, um, I think it's like out of five stars and on Apple Podcasts you can write even a little message. I would love that so much Um, and I appreciate you guys listening in every week. So if you're new here I basically start with a weekly roundup before I go into the main part of the episode and this week's episode is all about mental illness and identity Um, which is something I've been thinking about a lot recently and I think something that we all struggle with but don't necessarily talk about because sometimes it can seem a bit like taboo is that the right word I don't know Um, but we'll get into all that stuff in a minute so what have I been up to I've kind of just been like chilling relaxing of course we had the heat wave which was I know not everyone likes the heat but I really really liked it I was like outside every day reading my book it really helped to get me back into reading because I was really struggling to you know, enjoy reading again. Um I think because of uni and stuff, all I'd be used to do is just uni like research articles and stuff and reading those kind of things. And I'd never want to read a book or anything like that. But I'm finally back into it. I just finished Book Lovers, loved it. It's by Emily Henry. It's a very cheesy romance. Oh, it's so good. I loved it so so much. Um I'd read it again. It's really, really good you have to read it I don't want to give anything away but I think you should read it I loved it I really really loved it it's very like light-hearted I really like reading because it kind of gives me a little break from like reality and your own mind and you kind of get sucked into someone else's world or this like fake world I guess and now I'm currently reading Rachel's Holiday this one's a little bit more intense it's about well, it's actually it's starting off quite light-hearted but I think it's about addiction um I'm literally only like a few chapters in so I can't give you my opinion on that but that's that's the next read and then I went into a bookstore the other day and I picked out so many more books but anyways enough about books I've been seeing friends a lot of them have been coming to stay with me because I don't know I was really struggling to just kind of like leave the house and like not so much leave the house just like kind of leave my little comfort safety blanket of like home so they were all coming to see me which was really sweet and we just hung out and it was good to catch up and I've been getting a routine back in place I was really good at my routine I had like an everyday routine you know my workouts were going good um but then I went up to London for a few days and and it kind of like messed up my whole routine and I feel exhausted now I'm back at home but I kind of went up to London to see a friend before she went on her year abroad and I kind of went up to do a bit of like job hunting as well because I've had such a panic about my life and like what I'm doing now and like what my career path is or like what I want to do with life like I cannot explain to you how like overwhelming it is to you know like come out of uni and I I feel like I keep getting questions from, you know, parents and things like saying like, "Oh, what's your life plan? Like, what are you gonna do?" And I'm just like, I have no idea, um, and it's hard to explain like the concept of like a gap year because I feel like some, you know, people are a bit more accepting of it, whereas like my parents didn't take a gap year; they don't really get what it is, like it doesn't make sense obviously I'm going to get a job, support myself and then go traveling with that money but they just don't get that which is, it's hard to explain but yeah that's kind of what I want to do in the next year but it's also just trying to find a job. Like I could easily go back into hospitality, I've got lots of experience doing that but I just, I really, I cannot go back into hospitality, I think I'm just a bit over it at the minute, I want to do something more like rewarding and more like people focused. Like things like childcare or something. I don't know. We'll see. But I, yeah, I was getting very stressed and I felt like I had to have a plan. And, you know, people were asking me what my plan was and what career path I'm taking. And just like, I'm finding it very confusing. And yeah, I was very stressed. And I'm also quite like, I think I can get quite obsessive over things. So because I was so stressed about it, I spent like a week of nonstop looking on indeed applying to so many jobs um like constant like up until 1am then doing it the next day and it was because I'd created this like obsession over I need to get a job now and like stress over it like I can't just do it on the side like I don't know why I can't just take a more relaxed approach to it I don't know why I have to be so freaking obsessive over things and so like stress heady. yeah so that's me. But yeah, I'm still very confused with what I want to do. But if you're in the same boat, you know, we're in it together. We'll figure it out, hopefully. Um. Anyways, let's get on to the main part of the podcast, which is all about mental illness and identity. Okay, so like, obviously mental illness has been like a massive part of my life you know it wasn't up until I was like 14 13 and then it became quite a big part and I I guess I've struggled since then yeah so that's like eight years of struggling um and having these labels of like you know having depression having anxiety and at one stage having anorexia like these labels that I had um that kind of became a part of my identity and I guess because a lot of those were you know taking up my whole life it was like consuming who I was and what I did what I thought about um and so of course it like became a part of my identity I think it's hard for that not to be like it's it's such a confusing kind of topic it's just something I'd be thinking a lot about for example like the first probably experience of having like an identity related to mental illnesses was when I was I had anorexia that kind of was my identity for so many years um like if you're familiar with like eating disorders and stuff like it does take over everything like you think about food you think about food and weight in your body all the time and that's all you think about and your life like my okay from my personal experience like my days were structured around food and weight and that's all I thought about and that's all that mattered to me like every every decision I made was kind of attached to that like things like seeing friends I would if that meant eating out with them then I would say no because to me the most important thing was being small all that was important to me was the eating disorder um and so yeah that became like a huge part of my personality and like even I felt a bit like friends kind of saw me as that because it was kind of like you know oh Ella probably wouldn't have that or but actually I would like that it was more the eating sort of wouldn't have that and that I think I found that quite hard because when you kind of get like um what's the word like connected to it and you know your friends start seeing you as the person with the eating disorder and that just becomes you and normal I think that's when it can get quite dangerous is when it becomes like oh that's the norm for Ella you know yeah it became like a really big part of my personality not that I would call it a personality but you know what I mean Um, and a huge part of like recovery was kind of figuring out who I was without it um and actually what I liked and what I liked doing because I stopped a lot of that and I stopped doing things I liked and I stopped having interest in other things and you know a lot of that was depression as well you kind of lose interest in things um and yeah I it was scary like part of me didn't want to let it go because it felt really comfortable and it felt it was like a safety blanket because I was in control or I thought I was in control And, you know, if you're in a comfort blanket or you're in a safety net, you don't want to go out of that because you don't know what life is going to be like outside of that. You don't know if you're going to be able to cope. You don't know. There's all these like unknowns attached to it. But I think kind of growing from that, I I managed to find like my identity outside of an eating disorder. And it's what I have now. Like I'm not that's not really connected to me. It's not something my friends think about, I'm pretty sure. Like all my new friends from uni, that it was never something that affected me at uni or anything like that. Um and I think, you know, some of the biggest things that helped with that was really just like trying out new things and figuring out what I actually liked doing. Um and the person I wanted to be without an eating disorder. I wanted to have like a personality and I wanted to, you know, be outgoing I wanted to be sociable all these things that I couldn't do if I kept this identity as an eating disorder because that stuff like kind of stopped me from doing it I think also moving to uni and being in a new environment really helped um because you're kind of starting afresh especially with new people you're starting afresh they have no idea about your history like obviously I started posting on Instagram was the first thing I started posting on I would like share my recovery journey from anorexia but then it kind of you know as I moved away from that I went into more general mental health and like things about depression and anxiety and I think a lot of people that follow my Instagram sometimes is surprised that I struggled with anorexia because I don't talk about it really um but yeah so social media and having these like different social media platforms like TikTok um YouTube and stuff like it's all kind of related to mental health I guess and mental illness and I guess that's a big part of who I am is those pages are a big part of my life um I spend a lot of my time putting effort into what I post and thinking about things related to it and and also more recently just thinking about like careers I was thinking oh you know I want to go into like something mental health related be that as like a clinical psychologist or psychotherapist um like I really like the idea of being a therapist because I think like working one-on-one with someone um especially someone who kind of understands exactly what you're going through obviously everyone's slightly different but to have a therapist that actually can relate to that feeling I think would be really helpful so yeah it's kind of like infiltrated my whole life so you know I struggle with it I struggle with mental illness I struggle with depression I struggle with anxiety I share it on my social media and that's a lot of my you know public identity I guess and then we've got my career it's kind of infiltrating that and then I was like kind of having a bit of a I don't want to say crisis but I was gonna say midlife crisis but I guess I'm not midway through my life but quarter life crisis and that was called I like the other day I was just like freaking out I was like oh my god like who am I without mental illness or mental health like who am I um and I thought like who am I without it if I'm not depressed or uh, anxious who am I like it like it I don't know if that makes sense to some people but I guess because it's become such a big part of my identity I worry like who am I without it and sometimes I you know I worry that if I spend too much time like thinking about depression and thinking about anxiety and posting about it and talking about it I worry that is that actually keeping me stuck like is that keeping me from getting better and moving on um i mean i don't know the answers to these questions these are just questions that i think about and i wonder about and like with the career thing i think like am i actually interested in mental health is that something i'm passionate about is that something i'm really really interested in and i think that i'd be good at or is it just something that that's all i've ever known like it's oh it's so i feel like i'm having a bit of an existential crisis oh. <laughs> like i'm like who am i uh and also another thing I wanted to talk about was let's take depression for example so when you're you know when you're ill you're you feel really numb and you feel really sad a lot of the time and this is going to sound strange to people but that becomes comfortable that like sadness and that numbness becomes very comfortable um because that's kind of all you've ever known and again it's like the safety net the safety blanket and you think like I don't know who I am without that sadness, I don't know if I can do without it, you kind of get like attached to it a little bit, um, even though it's it's not helping you in any way and it's, you know, it's taking over your life, you kind of get attached to it, you feel safe with it, which I know to some people isn't going to make sense at all, but sometimes it's hard to I think that's one of the things that you know people struggle with when they're trying to get better is this like that's what's comfortable that's all you've known that's it feels safe you know if you feel sad then that's like normal and I guess also mental illness kind of affects how you do things and how you think about things like I wonder like for example I I say I like being alone but I'm like do I or is it because the anxiety of being around people and putting myself out there and socializing is too uncomfortable and too scary so it feels more safe to be alone but do I actually like being alone it's things like that that just get me very lost I guess and it can end up with me feeling quite like scared I guess because I'm like oh I don't really know what I'm doing and I don't can't understand my mind and I think it's scary when you are struggling with your identity because we want because when you meet other people you you kind of you meet their identity right Um, and you get to know them and you could probably describe their identity to someone but then when you struggle with that yourself it can feel very lonely and make you feel quite isolated from everyone else and you get caught in this like rabbit hole of thinking about who am I what do I actually like doing do I even know myself those kind of scary questions um and I wish I I was trying to like write a list of things to help and I don't know if I have that good advice for this because it's obviously something I'm struggling with at the minute and yeah I don't know if I'm doing things or like if maybe these social media platforms, maybe it is, you know, too much. Maybe it is too focused on me struggling um, and maybe that's keeping me stuck. I don't know. It's all very confusing. Um, I would like to go and speak to a psychologist and get them to tell me exactly what I should do. But yeah, things that I think... is gonna help me with my identity is I think like asking you know your mom or your dad or someone that knows you well your sister or whatever um or your friends a really good friend I think like just asking them like what do you think my identity is like how would you describe me I think that might you know help it gives like an outsider's perspective And also, it's just, I think it's just spending more time figuring out what you like doing. And that's not saying you have to just sit there and think of everything, because you might not be able to think of anything right now. It's trying out different activities and um, figuring out, do I actually like that? No, I didn't really enjoy that. I'm kind of, I'm spending this year, sort of, this kind of gap year thing, whatever you want to call it, year out um trying to figure out <laughs> my identity and i know that's like the cliche of gap years is like finding yourself but honestly that is kind of what i'm doing at war i'm trying to figure out who i am and what i like doing and you know what makes me excited about life what what keeps me getting up in the morning you know what makes me laugh what makes me smile what make, what upsets me what do i find uncomfortable things like that and also, I really, I really want to go back to therapy. I'm gonna try and do it in like September, for a few months before I go traveling and stuff. I just, I think it would be good to just kind of like voice these things to someone um, and try and get their perspective on it, um, and even to just help me along with like depression and anxiety and things like that, so I don't get stuck. Because I hate feeling stuck. Um, and as much as I, I feel great right now but you know there are some really low lows that I have quite often and I think it'd be good to just kind of you know smooth those out and figure them out a little bit more I think before I get on to the questions and things I was actually thinking about this overnight this is editing me by the way um, I just wanted to add something quickly I think also we have lots of different identities like you have the identity that you might have at work and that's more professional and you don't share as much and you have the identity that you share with strangers and you don't share you know the intimate side to you or the more private details um you have the identity that you have with family or certain friends like like we constantly change and move and we're very flexible I think that's just humans we are flexible to who we're with who what environment we're in um and I was just thinking about me specifically like I think with my social media and stuff um I guess that is what you know the topic is mental health and the topic is like mental illness and so that can seem like that is my identity but obviously I guess if you got to know me in person or like close friends of mine that wouldn't be my identity like there's a lot more to me um I hope (laughs) but yeah I was just thinking about how we actually have loads of different identities and things like that but yeah let's get into all the lovely questions that you had okay someone's asked how do you deal with feeling like your true self is being suppressed because of your anxiety um I think I kind of touched on that a little bit before um but yeah I can so relate to that I think we can make our world so small like I think I saw um this psychologist talking about like a rainbow basically bear with me on this one but you have like the outer layer and you say, look, oh, I don't really want to go out and see people anymore. I'm not going to engage with strangers because that makes me too anxious. And you take that colour away. And then you have the next layer. Um, and you've got, I don't want to see friends. I don't want to go out and make new friends. I don't want to spend time with people because it makes me anxious or it makes me uncomfortable. You take that away. I don't know if this is making sense, but basically you just like peel away all these layers until you're just left with you. Um in a very small world because anxiety has kind of constricted everything to a very small amount because that's what feels safe and that's what feels comfortable. So yeah, it's hard to know whether that is just you or is it the anxiety? I think I think you can kind of figure it out if you just like ask yourself, like, in an ideal world, would I want to go and have a dinner party or something, or go to the cinema with my friends, or go to a party. And if you say yes to that then you probably do want to do it. You would just struggle to do that right now because anxiety is kind of convincing you that you wouldn't enjoy it. I don't know it's difficult. I think that's something that like you could work on with a therapist or maybe like a CBT therapist because they do more things like you know different techniques to change your behavior. Um, I'm obviously not qualified in that so I can't really offer too much advice but I guess the simplest form would just be to ask yourself like do you really want to go and see friends or do you not want to do that because the anxiety is making you feel that way how do you feel about diagnosis and labeling of mental illness I think it can be helpful especially when you you don't really understand what's happening with your brain and you don't really get it but it can also you know, you can kind of latch on to that and that becomes your identity. And it, it, it's kind of like a double-edged sword, I guess. Um, and that's probably something I'm struggling with, is latching onto these diagnoses and feeling like I can't really get away from them. Do you find that you consider your depression and mental health a part of your self-identity? I think at, at right now, yeah. But there are times when I don't want it to be a part of my life. Most of the time, I don't want to be depressed, like, it's such an awful feeling, but there are times where I feel scared if I didn't have it. Um, And that's obviously, like, such a vulnerable thing to say (laughs) to a lot of people listening, but it's just me being really completely honest. I don't know how helpful it is to have it a part of my self-identity. I think it's hard when it's been around for so long that it, you know, it feels normal and you don't really know what you would be like without it. Leaving high school made me really grow into myself. Why do you think environments like school make us so conforming? Did you experience that and how did it affect you? I think because we're in such a bubble like at school you're just surrounded by the same people and you know you wear your uniforms and it's you want to be in these so, there's all these social groups and you you want to be liked and because being liked makes you feel good and it's like a normal human emotion to want to you know be liked be needed and wanted um so I think we will change ourselves to fit into these social groups so I think when we leave we're like oh we can finally just be ourselves and find friends rather than you know just change yourself to fit into those friendships at school but also I think it's just like maturing and like getting older you don't really know who you are at like 10, 12. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm quite different to what I was at that age. So I I think it's just like, you know, growing up, you're just figuring out who you are and what you actually like doing. And I feel like we don't really do that as a child. You kind of, you're still figuring out the world and your brain's still growing at that age. Like your brain is still growing until you're like 25. How to let go of my eating disorder as it feels like it's part of me and I don't know who I am without it. I've definitely been there um but I think you have to remember that that eating disorder is like wanting to keep you right it's like wanting to stay in your head and stay there and so it's gonna you know make you feel like without it you're nothing but you are so much more than an eating disorder you are so much more um and you might not feel it right now that give it a chance like what why don't you just try without an eating disorder try recover try try a year without putting so much focus on it and see what happens I 100% believe that if you recover and you go on with your life without it you will find so much more enjoyment and you'll find things that you like more than your eating disorder and you'll have such a bigger personality and not so much bigger you'll just like find yourself again don't let the eating disorder convince you that that this is you because it's not this is a very dulled down version of you and you do not need it to live a fulfilling and happy life I promise you I think with it you won't live a fulfilling and happy life okay someone said is it irrational that I'm scared of who I am without mental illness ruling my life and it's exactly what I was saying before I don't think it's irrational I think it's quite common people just don't talk about it because a lot of people won't understand why you would want that um but I think it's more complicated than you know you want that but yeah for sure I get that all the time I don't know if that's comforting to hear you know there's a few questions on like how to not let it define you or consume your identity I think some things I do already is I I guess I don't really talk about mental health with my parents or like my family um you know maybe sometimes but it's actually not a big topic of conversation um and actually with my friends it's not something I really talk to them about um, even though it probably seems like it would be because I talk about it so much online um, but actually in person it's not really something I do I guess I try not to make it like the main topic of conversation all the time um, because I think then it can become too much of your life and if you're thinking about it all the time like, I quite like conversations where we're just talking about, you know, really surface level things like Love Island and things like that or going clothes shopping, like, clothes have become a big part of my identity and they weren't when I was struggling with an eating disorder, I used to wear the same thing, like, all the time, it was just, like, skinny jeans and, like, this boring beige jumper and that was it, like, you you know, you kind of, like, develop an identity um it kind of just happens like I feel like we think that we need to have this like set out plan for how to find your identity but it kind of just happens like you just you know trial and error trial of different things did I like that yeah I really like that I'll do more of that did I like that no I really did not enjoy that yeah it's not really a main topic of conversation which helps me I think it helps me personally because I talk about it so much on social media but if I was struggling you know a lot and I was going through a really rough patch I would then talk about it to my friends I'm 100% not saying don't talk about it because that is obviously helpful in itself too it's hard it's hard to like give you like a straight answer or I also don't really want to give you advice because I'm obviously not trained in anything and this is just like my opinion and I'm still trying to figure it out too Yeah so I think that was kind of everything that I had to talk about with identity and stuff like I'm still very lost I feel like this podcast episode was very all over the place and I I feel like it probably didn't give you many answers Um, but that's very where I am I don't really have any answers unfortunately I'm still very like lost a little bit um still trying to figure it out still don't know if things I'm doing is actually harming me rather than helping me um yeah it's all very all over the place but I'm hoping this year I you know I'm taking a step back from uni I'm taking a step back from things and I'm I'm going traveling and I'm doing things that I really want to do um I'm hoping that I figure out who I am kind of over that year and yeah we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes but anyways thank you so much for sending in all your questions and listening in to this episode i really hope you enjoyed it and sending you lots of love and have a fab week i'll see you next week